Welcome back to another edition of Billy West Live. It is a wonderful pleasure to welcome an old friend to the show for the first time, Lynn Rollins. Lynn, so great to have you as a guest on Billy West Live. I am delighted to be here. I much look forward to this conversation. Well, we've been talking for a few weeks about doing this. I thought it would be a real treat for our listeners and regulars to our show. But, Lynn, I've been listening to you for years. We've done some broadcasts in the past together, uh, many times, actually. And I've learned so much from you through the years about broadcasting and uh, about radio in general. But I love listening to you call LSU Baseball with Ben McDonald. That has to be a treat. Well, it is. And, uh, you know, I I kind of uh, brought Ben up, so to speak, after he retired uh, from his playing days. He was looking to stay in the game. And uh, I think I was the first guy he ever did games with for a couple of years. And and he's gone on to do some great things with the SEC Network. He also is working um, a, a large number of games for his old team, the Baltimore Orioles. So I don't get to work with him as much as I used to because he's moved up the ladder. Uh, and um, it, it, it is a pleasure, though. I think we have great chemistry and, and we both appreciate the history of the game. And he is a superb storyteller. Well, the quality of the broadcasts uh, on ESPN Plus that go, I guess, through the SEC and just the LSU Athletic Department. But the quality mm-hmm. of the broadcast, Lynn, is just superb. Well, you know, all of the SEC schools as part of the SEC network arrangement, which now is in its ninth year, believe it or not, uh, all of the SEC schools are required, um, Billy, to produce a minimum of 40 games a year at a certain ESPN standard. Um, They can do more. LSU does about 60. um, And... um, the, um, the, the, the schools have the discretion to, to do the games and the sports they want to do. So we're part of that. And there actually is a, uh, about a $12 million television studio on the fifth floor of the uh, LSU athletic office. And uh, that's from where the broadcasts are originated. They're fibered from all of the venues on the LSU campus. Then they're fibered to ESPN headquarters and then and then go out over the internet and the streaming process from there. I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I really don't, but that's the uh, that that's the Cliff Notes version. Well when they point at you and the green light goes on, you know how to handle it from there. But talk uh, a little that's it. That's it. <laughs> talk about the beginning of your broadcasting career. Uh, my first recollection and remembrance of the name and voice of Lynn Rollins is from Alexandria Television. So talk a little bit about how you got in broadcasting. I know you had a, a career as an umpire in baseball. Talk a little bit about what you got got you interested in broadcasting and why you have such a, a, a wonderful love for baseball. Well, it, it all started when I was a child, literally eight, nine, ten years old, and my parents. Uh, and and this we're talking about late fifties. Uh, my parents uh, bought for me a Zenith bread box size tube radio. I thought I was in heaven. I was listening to people in Denver. I was listening to people on KDKA in Pittsburgh. I was listening to WHO in Des Moines. I was listening to KMOX in St. Louis. I was listening to WCCO in Minneapolis. It was magical to lie in bed uh, throughout all sports seasons and, and listen to some great, great broadcasters. So that, that was the thing that, that, that first piqued my interest having an interest in sports and then being able to go to sleep every night virtually of the year with uh, with the sports broadcast in my head. Um, 
I actually got started, Billy, and you you are correct. The the first quote real job outside of college was with KAOB, but um, prior to that, uh, I, I one of the reasons I selected Northwestern State was uh, the the radio station there did a lot of broadcast. Norm Fletcher turned out to be a marvelous mentor. I will never ever forget his leadership and his guidance and his encouragement. And, and I owe him I owe him my career, quite honestly. But it was a chance to, you know, shut down the radio station at night, uh, dump the the uh, garbage can, sweep the floor, uh, make sure things were ready for the next morning. And from that, if you keep showing up, they uh, they give you more responsibility. So so that was really the genesis of it. Going back to uh, uh, my my time as as, as a, an elementary school student listening to the radio every night and wondering, can I do this? And boy, would ever this be fun. Well, you've uh, had a great career as a broadcaster, and you mentioned Norm Fletcher. Obviously, growing up in Natchitoches, Norm's voice was on the radio every morning when you got up before school. You listened to Norm give the news and the local report. But, you know, Jim Hawthorne gave the longtime voice of the LSU Tigers. <laughs> Jim Hawthorne often gave a lot of credit to Norm Fletcher beginning his broadcasting career as well. So I, I appreciate you remembering Norm Fletcher and, and the influence he had on a lot of broadcasters in North Louisiana. Well, uh, there's no doubt. I mean, my, my story, Jim Hawthorne's story, many others' stories would not be complete. You, you couldn't even start them or finish them without mentioning Norm Fletcher. He was, he was, uh, he was remarkable. Uh, he, was, he was national network quality. He chose to stay in Natchitoches. Uh, it was a place he truly loved. And uh, yes, uh, Norm was, was Jim's mentor, too. And Jim and I did a lot of broadcasts together. We overlapped about a year and a half, maybe two years uh, in Natchitoches, and uh, uh, I did quite a few uh, baseball games with him, uh, secondarily to him, uh, as, as he had a great love for baseball as well. Well, Jim has retired at LSU as the uh, full-time play-by-play guy. Your your gigs at LSU, you know, are immense. You do a lot of gymnastics. You do women's sports. You do the baseball. But talk about your life now. And I know you've moved away from Louisiana, but it seems like you spend most of your time still in Louisiana. Well, uh, it's it's you can't you can't have stayed in Louisiana and and not forever have a kernel of it in your heart and your brain. And I, th- I think the air smell, uh, smells better when I when I cross from Mississippi into into Louisiana. Uh, there's a palpable difference, uh, and it's really really hard to find Cracklin and Boudin in uh, Alabama. But I we we moved to Auburn a couple of years ago. That was going to be our destination place. It's where uh, family members are. Uh, so. Uh, I didn't plan on moving this early, but COVID sped things up. And uh, LSU said, hey, we still want you, and we don't care where you live. Uh, it's up to you. You'll take the jersey off when, whenever you feel like it. There aren't many opportunities, Billy, in this world where you get that kind of vote of confidence. And I know things can change very rapidly, but, but it's, it's been a great nine years. And I'm the only one in the SEC that does all of the sports. Most schools use three, four, five, six broadcasters over the course of the nine-month athletic uh, season, you know, in various sports. But, but I've done them all, and I, I thoroughly enjoy them all. Gymnastics, I love. I, I actually love them all. I, I've had to learn soccer a little bit. But um, it, it's a unique position as far as the SEC goes, and I'm very grateful for it. Well, with the SEC network now, you know, televising live, two different gymnastics meets every Friday night. If you, mm-hmm. have, if you have not watched Southeastern Conference gymnastics on a Friday night on the SEC network, watch it. You'll become addicted. It is fabulous competition. 
incredible athletes, but the sounds, the music, everything that goes on with those productions, but competitions is amazing. Yeah, production is the word for it. it it's it's really grown with the laser lights and then the flames and, and the music, as you say. And you don't have to know when you follow gymnastics at the start. You don't have to know that this was a double twist, backflip, your chinko. You don't have to know any of that. You're, you just marvel. You're in awe yes. over, over what the human body can do with grace and power and courage uh, and, and ingenuity. And, and it's, 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 it's amazing. Uh, it, it, I agree with you. It's addictive. Uh, and, uh, it's, 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 it moves quickly. Uh, it's a very, very brilliant sport to watch. And, and, and I will offer this as an opinion and I won't back down from it. Having seen a lot of gymnastics meets, when you see a well done beam routine, you have just seen the most difficult thing to do in all of sports, regardless of the particular sport. Interesting opinion. That's that's very interesting. I have to say it's incredibly competitive and highly entertaining. That's amazing. It is. It is. And, you know, LSU was a little bit late to the party. Alabama and Georgia and right. Florida right. were drawing crowds of eight and 10,000 prior to LSU. But here's the deal now. LSU last year led the nation in gymnastics attendance. I think LSU is going to lead the nation in gymnastics attendance this year as well. And uh, it's, it's just a burgeoning sport. It has blossomed. It has exploded. The popularity continues to grow. And, and, and it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. Well, if you haven't watched it, tune in on Friday night. Lynn, you had a, an experience a few weeks ago. I was watching your broadcast LSU's playing on a Sunday afternoon, I believe, and Cal Ripken Jr. joins you and Ben McDonald in the booth. I text you during the game, and I said, right. Lynn, you have to be pinching yourself. What, talk about that experience. Well, he had come to LSU as well as some other schools, including Auburn, because of the, uh, the, the veterinarian school, the excellence of the veterinarian school at, at LSU and, and, and also at Auburn and maybe a couple of other places. Um, his, he, 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 he accompanied his, his, as he calls it, his bonus daughter. It's a daughter from, from uh, his, his second marriage and uh, was accompanying her uh, to apply and get to know uh, the, the quality of the veterinarian schools that, that they were uh, investigating. So obviously he's a seven-year um, teammate of Ben McDonald with the Orioles and got in touch with Ben, and Ben extended the invitation for him to come up and join the broadcast, he could not have been more gracious. He could not have been more humble. He could not have been more cooperative. Uh, obviously, the, a great buzz went out uh, when, when it was discovered he was in the, the building, and he had gone to a basketball game the night before, and I think a softball game as well. But, but uh, one of the most humble uh, all-time All-Stars ever. And, and yes, um, we talked about some subjects that he said he hadn't even talked about in, in 20 years. So <laughs> it, it was one of the best interviews I've ever done, but it was because of his cooperation and his willingness to, uh, to be very honest and, 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 and laugh about some things and, and, and disclose some things that, that, that weren't widely known. Well, it wasn't a half inning appearance. He stayed with y'all no, a couple no. of innings and it was just wonderful baseball. We, we begged nostalgia. him a couple of innings and, yeah. I, and I think that was appropriate. It was absolutely fantastic. It had to be a, a wonderful experience for you personally. But, Lynn, I've got to let you go, but I, I can't tell you much. I appreciate you taking a few minutes of time to join us on Billy West Live. But please talk a little bit 
about this incredible early season success for LSU baseball and what you expect out of them this spring? Well, I don't think the, the number one ranking right now is is uh, is inappropriate. I mean, I think you could, you know, as always, pick four, five, six, eight teams that, that, that possibly could deserve it. Obviously, we'll find out very shortly when SEC play starts just, just how good this start has been. Uh, the, the competition has not been uh, even close to what it's going to be uh, in just a few days. However, uh, many powerhouse schools have had similar competition and aren't winning in the fashion that LSU has been winning. So LSU needs to take care of business against these types of teams. It has. Uh, let, let me just throw this out you, at you as, as SEC play is about to start. LSU is the number one team in the nation in pitching. LSU is the number one nation in the team in offense. And LSU is the number one nation in the uh, team in the nation in, in defense. So when you're at the top in, in all three, uh, you, you've done well. Sure. And it looks like we've got three or four surefire major leaguers. Certainly Dylan Cruz and Skeens, along with two or three other pitchers, seem to be on a, a rocket ship to the big leagues. Well, there are no, there is no shortage of, uh, of major league scouts at at every game, uh, you know, which is good for other guys too. Sure. Uh, maybe some people who are a little bit undiscovered or under the radar right now. So it's it's a win win situation. Well, it's not a stretch to say that about those guys. A lot of talent, but Lynn, you've got a lot of talent too, and I, I appreciate everything you've always done for me. Appreciate you taking a few minutes to join us on Billy West Live. I know our listeners will be interested to catch up. Uh, with you and the history of your career. We look forward to having you back again. Let's talk again as baseball season progresses. But Lynn Rollins has been our guest here on Billy West Live. Lynn, thank you so much for joining us. I would much look forward to continuing this conversation, and there are many, many more topics of interest. You bet. Lynn Rollins has been our guest on Billy West Live.